0: Hi there. Welcome. It is Take Two with Jerry and Debbie (laughs) here on EWTN Radio, getting underway on this Monday, a very memorable day, a very fateful day in this nation's history. We'll talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about that. We made a a promise to you, our listeners, we would always, uh, you know, recall to mind with our our love and thoughts and prayers those who perished on September 11th, uh, 22 years ago. But I'm Jerry Usher, along with Debbie Georgiani and you. And Debbie, greetings.
1: Very heavy day today, um, but uh, we will never, ever forget what happened September 11th, 2001, 22 years ago, like Jerry said. So please know our hearts are with you today as we remember um, what happened in our nation. And, um, you know, folks are still dealing with the the um, health issues from a 9-11, Jerry. And so there's so much... You know, there's a lot of uh, pain, a lot of despair um, going around, uh, especially when we recall uh, 9 11. And that's actually our topic today, folks. When have you been in despair? Um, So we really want to talk about it. Jerry, welcome back. We've got a lot of questions to ask you. We've all been praying for your cross country trip from California to the Diocese of Orlando, Florida. Um, and on YouTube and Facebook, we're waving to you guys. Jerry looks very rested, so that's good. So we'll ask him some questions. But Jerry, we're asking our listeners to call in today of when um, they have they have been in despair. Now, we know that the demons want us to fall into despair. They want us to give up. They want us to lose hope. They want us to just feel like there's that God is not listening. God has abandoned us. And you know, folks, a lot of people did feel that way at 9-11-2001. They felt like where was God in all this, you know? But let's talk about it. It's very important. This is a heavy day. This is a heavy topic, but it we need to talk about it in order to lift people out of despair. 833 288 3986. All right. Great to
0: be back on the show, as Debbie said, after my cross-country trip. We'll talk maybe a little bit more about that later. But for now, just really want to focus on the topic today. And as I was reflecting on this, Debbie, I know you give a lot of thought and prayer to every topic as well. I was just thinking, realizing how this is going to be a reality in just about everybody's life at some point. Um, I remember I, I've gone through some a couple of really, really dark periods, uh, even one time of depression in my own life and mm-hmm. near, near despair. And, uh, you know, you feel like you're the only one in the world, you know, who's going through these dark times, these heavy times and you just think, you know, there's little hope for you, you just, uh, you know, the future can look bleak, you get unmotivated for life, and all of these things, and the thing is, though, is I've talked to people, a lot of people, including family, I just realize it's more common than I realized, and so those of you who are listening right now, maybe you're in a bit of a dark place, maybe on the borderline of despair right now, call up, maybe we can talk it through a little bit, we're not therapists, or, or counselors, or experts, but we are, well, we're experts in life, Debbie and I have lived a lot of life, just like you have, so if you're in the throes of despair or if you've been in a very dark, despairing place, how did you work or pray or, or you know, talk your way out of it through maybe a therapist's help or something? 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986.
1: Please call us. Uh, we really want to have a very, um, you know, Robust discussion on this from all different angles because it is, it, you know, people are listening from all over the world. It's very important. Something you say today could help another soul. And that's what we're called to do as Catholic Christians. And so, you know, we can, you know, if you're not in 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 a bit of despair today, you may think, well, you know, I'm 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 doing good. I don't want to I don't want to rock the boat here. I don't want to talk about anything. But it's important to to constantly um, raise awareness about this, that that in this world we live in, we can easily fall into despair. And that's what the demons want. So let's call in and share how we stay out of despair, how we help others, we lift others up. Let's really talk about this in, in a take-two way so that we can walk away a little bit changed, a little bit closer to God, 833-288-3986. Okay, Jerry, folks are asking me, you got to ask Jerry, we've been praying. Okay, Jerry, so how was the trip? You did, and um, you, you're all settled in Orlando, tell us, please.
0: Yeah, for those who aren't aware, um, I have been accepted as a seminarian for the Diocese of Orlando, and I've been assigned to the gorgeous, gorgeous Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach, For What we call a pastoral year It's kind of a ministry year An assignment for me for the next several months And then we determine the next steps after that If God so wills that I go on further in the process toward the priesthood Please pray for that It's a discernment, it's a journey So I appreciate your prayers But yeah, thanks for asking, Debbie The trip was actually very smooth all the way along. I had a chance to stop and spend a couple nights in a couple places visiting you there in Phoenix and some Mm -hmm. family and Mm -hmm. other people along the way. So thank you all for your prayers. I got here safely, I got here soundly, and I am now having a big list of things added to my plate from the pastor that he wants me to do over the coming months, and it's going to be very exciting.
1: And your pastor's name, Father?
0: Father Ken Gill. Father Ken. And the parochial vicar is Father Edgar Serrano.
1: Very nice, very nice. Wonderful man, wonderful man, yeah. Well, if you're in the area, stop by and say hello to Jerry. I'm sure you'd you'd welcome that, Jerry. And then the second question we're getting, we just have to cover everything. I want to make sure I stay up with the Take-Two family and all their requests and all their emails that are coming in. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about Duke?
0: Hmm, my good boy, yeah. (laughs) Well, Duke is with with a friend. He has been rehomed, as they say, and I miss him horribly. Uh, But I've got plenty of pictures of him, and I I get to call back to California once in a while and and not really, quote-unquote, talk to Duke, but he gets the phone put up to his ear, and I say, hey, Duke, hey, good boy, and he starts licking the phone, so he remembers me very well, but I miss him.
1: Okay, Mm -hmm. that's good. So Duke is well taken care of. All right. Good deal. Well, Jerry, you look very rested. That is good. We do have uh, one open phone line. and We're talking about despair today on this um, 9-11, 22 years later, folks. Uh, Very important. If you'd like to also talk about anything about um, uh, 9-11 and what happened um, in New York City with the Twin Towers and and the tragic attack on our our nation, uh, please feel free to do that. This is your show. Um my dad was right in the city when it when it happened and it was a very uh, wow it was not a not a good day for our family we were very worried he was at the MetLife building um, which is right there um, in the city and it's it's a lot of memories and we will never ever forget and we will remember all those that perished please call us 833 288 86. That's the number to call. Jerry Usher is back with us. That's great. And we need to hear from you. Please call us.
0: Well, this is your show, Take Two, with Jerry and Debbie and you. And it really, really, really is going to be your show the week of September 25th through the 29th. It's our you choose week it's back and you get to choose the topics for that week we're taking submissions uh, through this week okay through this Friday you can go to take 2 showcom ace McKay, our producer has that uh, post pinned to the top of the page if there's a topic that we have never covered that you would like to hear maybe one that we have covered that you'd like to hear again something that's of interest to you just go to take 2 showcom and post your submissions there and again we will be selecting those from the ones that are submitted for September 25th through the 29th and just one other thing before we go to your calls on despair uh, we want to uh, let you know about Our Lady of Sorrows, of course, this month's devotion, and we ask Mary to pray for us so that we can unite ourselves to her in her sorrow, in the hope that we will one day also share her joy in the triumph of her son. Join in this devotion to Mary and strengthen our connection to Our Lady with rosaries, statues, bracelets, holy cards, prayer booklets, and more, all available at EWTNRC.com.
1: Very good. And we have room for you to join us on despair today. That's our topic. The number to dial is 833-288-3986. Please call us and um, you will speak with um, Matt Kabinsky. He's wonderful to talk to and he'll he'll chat with you for a few minutes. He'll put you on hold. You'll get to listen live and you'll slip right into the discussion. Ace McKay is at the controls and Jeff Burson is at social media. You guys got getting your chats going. Thanks you guys um, so much on social media. You guys are doing a great job there. Keep up those chats. They're really helping other souls. So Jerry will move to the phones and our friend Tina is up first um, from Calgary, Alabama. Alberta, Canada, on YouTube. We're waving to you, Tina. Welcome to Take Two.
2: Hello, and congratulations, Jerry. When I heard that, I felt like I knew you, and you're someone very special to me, but you've grown even closer because of your discernment there, so... Congratulations.
0: Thank you, Tina. I'll count on your prayers.
2: Oh, well, you can have them. <laughs> um, anyways, I am actually going through a little bit of despair right now. I've been having trouble with some one in particular roommate. He is borderline bullying me. And don't worry, I'm doing my best to look after that, but I'm also doing my best to keep my faith in check. And one of the ways that I do that is through the rosary. And recently I discovered that just like, adoration helps. And then after that I go to my computer and I write about it and I actually have a blog or a website that I set up so if you want to check it out you can it's called it's uh getting connected dot net and I just blog on it about my life and the life of being a Catholic <laughs> and I love it you know what some days it's hard to look for the reason to be Catholic and live, but when you start thinking about it, it often makes me feel better because it lifts my spirit.
0: Yeah. Does that
2: make sense?
0: It absolutely does Tina, and I think uh, you know you're going to have to give us that uh, the the address for your blog again because I didn't quite hear it. I, I give it to us in a moment, but I think by sharing that, you know, you're really achieving at least two very important things. One, you're sort of a, you're, you're you're verbalizing what's going on with you, and you're able to kind of make more sense out of it in, in doing that. But also, you know, there's no doubt that it is, it is being helpful to a lot of other people. And the things that you mentioned uh, make I think a perfect recipe, Tina, for dealing with those dark moments in our lives. You talked about the rosary. I would suggest especially the sorrowful mysteries. Um, you know, it says that the agony in the garden in, in the Bible, it says, you know, Jesus was sorrowful even unto death. You know, he was he was human like us in all things but sin, which meant he probably went through some of that very, very dark, uh, those dark times, maybe a little bit of despair himself, you know, only well, he, he embraced the Father's will and carried on with that. You mentioned uh, Eucharistic adoration too, so... I just think these are all very important things. You you've been a strong person, Tina. We have admired you from, you know, from the day that this show went on the air and so we thank you for making the call today and mm-hmm. being a part of this conversation. Deb.
1: The only thing that I would say, Tina, is I mean, first of all, t- it's very healing and helpful to write about things that you're going through, especially difficult things with other people. But if this person is is if it's a continual thing that's hurting you, um, you may want to try to uh, protect yourself and and kind of uh, shield yourself from that because after a while, that can really wear you down. It's very hard to be in that constant state of of somebody not being kind to you. Um, so I just wanted you to, to, to be aware of that, that I know that writing about it can help and and can, you can work through a lot of the feelings. But still, if it's coming at you on a regular basis, it can really wear you down. Okay?
2: Oh, it is. I have been worn down because of it. But I have staff here that are taking steps to help mitigate in between okay.
1: me and him. So. Okay, good. So you have other people aware of it is what you're telling us? So you've got other people watching out for you?
2: Yeah, and I also have a counselor. So
1: Good, good. Okay, well we just want to make sure you're protected, Tina, because you're a precious member of the Take-Two family, and we love you very much. I
2: love you too. <laughs> Thank
1: you.
0: Yeah, Tina, if you want, um, hold on just one second. Um, our call screener Matt Gabensky, Matt, if you would pick up there. And I didn't quite catch the uh, the URL for Tina's blog, but I do want to take a look at that. So if Matt can get that from Tina on the uh, telephone line there, that would be fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, 833-288-3986. 911, 22 years ago, the horrible thing happened in our nation's capital and elsewhere around this country. Mm-hmm. So we're remembering that today, but also we're Tying that in with the topic of the day, and that is uh, when have you experienced despair in your life? Uh, What have you done to maybe keep yourself from revisiting that dark place? Um, Mm -hmm. Have you helped somebody else? That's another thing, too. If maybe it's somebody else you know who's going through a really dark time and you're being an assistance to them, 833 2883986.
1: Okay, so we'll move to Marie and Marie is in uh, o- Ohio on Annunciation radio. Hi, Marie, welcome to take 2.
3: Hello guys. So I just first want to say that I went to New York City earlier this summer. It had been a goal of mine. I was a, a kid when 9/11 happened, mm-hmm. but ever since that day, New York was kind of in my heart. I could just you know see that imagery. In my mind, from that childhood age, and I stood there by the 9/11 memorial, the, the the pools they have in the foundations of the twin towers. It was just unbelievably powerful and and just you know heartbreaking. But just to stand there and pray for everyone who was part of that experience, it was incredible. So I, I couldn't go without saying that first. Sure. But um, secondly, I. As soon as I heard this topic, I thought of something that just recently happened in my life. I have reconnected with a college professor who was very instrumental in my life. He was a great mentor for me during my college years. He was one of those people that, you know, his love for his subject was just contagious and he was funny and just wonderful, but also he would really take time to talk to you as a student and make sure you were okay, not just, you know, educationally, but emotionally, and he looked out for me at times when I was down during college and when I was going through a hard things. So he was just very precious to me, and we reconnected very recently after many years of silence, and it was really good. Um, but he, t- he told me that, well, first, so during those college years, there were times when I suspected, and I was very young, and I was not sure of myself on this, but I just had this intuition that he was not doing well himself, and there was even a day when i walked in to the classroom or to his office he was actually sitting on the floor by his desk and just staring <laughs> and he just looked so sad and and he he kind of made a joke of it when i walked in hi how are you you know and it just kind of made it funny but i sat down and and i just i felt this heaviness this intense heaviness and i even wrote in my journal i wrote something like there are times when i am just sure that this professor is absolutely miserable, even though he doesn't show it. And I prayed for him, and I just felt such a burden on my heart for him. So having just reconnected with him, he told me that during that time he was actually suicidal. He was so depressed that he he considered killing himself. Um, and it's just unbelievably painful for me to even contemplate that. He had no idea how much he meant to me, and let alone everyone else in his life, I'm sure. But Uh, just the fact that I felt moved to pray for Him. He he told me, during that time, I always found some reason to live. And I can't help but feel like God is reminding me through this. You never know what one little prayer for someone or kind word or whatever can do. Like, you have no idea what people are going through. And um, just to find that out, you don't often get to find out that your prayers might have had that effect in someone's life until maybe, you know, we get to heaven. But I found that out ahead of time, I feel like, and it was so encouraging, so I just had to share that.
0: Wow, Marie. I'm so glad you did because, you know, you're really uh, bringing back a lot of, you know, memories for me. I, I mentioned at the start of the show, and I've shared this on the show before, that I've been through that depression, that, that those feelings of despair. And you find out, you know, who your friends are in a certain sense, and, uh, you know, it's, it's surprising some of the people who God actually either brings into your life or they sort of rise to the surface. You already know this person in some manner or another, but they just rise to the top, and they are really, really there for you. And God used you in a powerful way there, Marie. You uh, you know, God put it on your heart, that burden on your heart to sense that something was going on with him you, it, it wasn't coincidence that you walked in that day when he was sitting on the floor, and then he opened up uh, here since you've been reconnected with him. So I think it's it's beautiful now. You're kind of getting uh, a little bit of uh, you know affirmation, I guess, or closure to what you experienced and the way you helped him all those years ago. So I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing.
1: I agree. And Marie, I'm very um, emotional, so I'm trying to hold it together um, because you're, you got emotional, so I did as well, thinking about it. But it, it it gets me thinking about how you know how unkind we are in general to each other this uh, this um, day and age of where we interact with people you know strangers we don't know them we don't know what they're going through we don't know if they're contemplating something you know uh, uh, serious in their life we don't know what the kind of wounds and hurts they have. And we can really um, push them into a deeper uh, uh, pit of despair, or we can pray and help them out of it and it just rem- it hit me so hard as you were saying it because I was thinking of my own life, Marie, when i w- when I hit a really low point, and I remember I remember it so vividly going out into the into the world just generally, and I was going grocery shopping, and somebody was rude to me, and I thought to myself, do they even know what kind of day I had today?" I mean, I had such a brutal day, and they just made it worse. And it's tough, and, and that's why we just have to be kind and pray for each other. And like you did, you stepped up and you cared, and that means everything. So, Marie, thank you for sharing today. Uh, that could help others um, really uh, conduct themselves properly um, and, and get them to really live out uh, what we are, we are called to be as Catholic Christians. So, Marie, thank you.
3: Thank you so much. Yeah, that's exactly the way from it, too, is you just never know. I I would never have guessed. I mean, I thought maybe he was depressed. I had no idea how deep it went. So, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: you know, and just the fact that he was that person for me a few times, um, it's just incredible to think that in in some way the roles were also reversed, even without Mm -hmm. me being aware of it. It's just really amazing and Mm -hmm. crazy. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, really, the way God establishes those uh, those connections for us. Yeah, yeah, divine encounters, providential encounters. Thank you, Marie. God bless you. You made a great contribution to the show today. Uh, 833-288-3986, has there been a time you have been in despair? How did you deal with that? Maybe you're there right now. Maybe you've been the instrument that God has used to help somebody else who was going through a very dark period in their lives. It's uh, really, in, in one way or another, I think it's going to happen to all of us, you know, and we really need to be sensitive to that. In fact, Debbie, my mind goes back to that saying that I say on the show a lot, and I can't remember who exactly it's attributed to. But everyone you meet is engaged in a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. Mm -hmm. And it's a good lesson for us, you know, as we have even just very momentary, instantaneous interactions with people, like a glance in the grocery store, you know, walking past somebody on the street we can you know we can make a difference with whether if we smile if we don't smile if we look at them like you know you're in my way get out of my way you know things like that mm-hmm. so even mm-hmm. the little gestures and actions on our part can make a huge difference
1: that's true and a little goes a long way you know it's the mother teresa Method, you know, even just holding the door for someone or or greeting them and saying hello, sir, or or, hello, ma'am, and or how's your day, or have a nice day. Little things like that. They may they take approximately you know two seconds of our life. But it could really help another soul, um, you know, be be able to kind of skip over despair during that particular uh, day or episode in their life. And, you know, Jerry, Adam Bly, religious demonologist, he talks about this a lot. The demons want us to fall into despair. That's what they want. And so we have to fight hard to stay out of that feeling that, that that pit of despair. We have to fight hard, and we can help each other stay out of that and stay on a b- much higher plane and, and focused on God. It's a much better place. Hope is much better, right, Jerry?
0: It is. Cecil in Marietta, California, you're going to be next immediately following the short break, so stay with us. We have Teresa in the Bay Area and a line open for you at 833-288-3986. Well, we deal with the uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly on this show, as we like to say, and we love your participation. This truly is a listener, a Take Two family-driven show at eight three three. Two eight eight three nine eight six. Today, a little bit of a heavier topic, but one that really touches, I think, upon all of our lives in one fashion or another. And that is going through despair, darkness, difficult times in our lives. Um, how have you? How have you dealt with that? You know, have you? Uh, you know, have you uh, maybe come out of that place in your life, and now you're just really devoted to trying to help other people who are going through darkness or despair in their own lives as well. Eight three three. Our friends in Michigan need to hear from you this week. Ave Maria Radio is airing their fall membership drive all this week. So if you're listening in Ann Arbor, Detroit, Saginaw, Bay City, or anywhere for that matter, please support your EWTN Catholic radio station.
1: Absolutely. And so is Guadalupe Radio Network. That's why I'm wearing the Guadalupe Radio Network shirt today. nice so there you go yeah a lot of fall pledge drives are happening folks please when you lo- when your local catholic radio station comes to you and says it's fall we are listener supported catholic radio please step up and make your most generous pledge because we need catholic radio now more than ever okay cecil is up next in california on ewtn.com hi cecil thanks so much for waiting and welcome
4: Yes, uh, I just thought maybe I would contribute something that uh, that perhaps you didn't expect, and that is is that despair, feelings of despair, maybe nutritional, or you know, or maybe something, maybe something going on physiologically. Uh, for me, about thirty about thirty years ago, I would have this depression that would come on me. I it was like a dark cloud I could see coming over me, and so I got to where I was attuned to it when it was happening. And I would be careful about not being cranky, <laughs> not overreacting to people that I encountered. But I decided at some point. I said, "Look, I'm going to pray about this. I, I could have gone to a doctor, and I'm nothing against doctors necessarily, uh, but I probably would have been given some kind of a drug that mm-hmm. had side effects, perhaps. And so I thought, no, I'm I'm going to look to God in this case, and I'm going to pray about it. So for Ten, probably ten weekends in a row, I was fasting and praying about my depression. And so one day, the Lord came to my mother. (laughs) He didn't come to me. I thought, probably keep me humble, you know, he said. But he came to my mother and gave her four letters, P-A-B-A. And she thought, P-A-B-A? I mean, she tried to close her eyes, but the letters would dance under her eyelids. She couldn't get rid of the letters. (laughs) So after about a day of this, she said, I'm going to look that up. Maybe it's something, some kind of a vitamin. Well, it is. It's para-aminobenzoic acid. That's short for, uh, TAB is short for for that, para-aminobenzoic acid. Anyway, she looked it up in a doctor book, and I, she, she looked at all the symptoms if you have a deficit, if you have a, if you're depleted in that area in your body, and I had every one of those symptoms. There were like eight or nine symptoms. One of them was depression. But she didn't immediately think that that was for me. But then, after a little bit, she said, "Well, that's probably for my son, Cecil." So, for some reason, she waited a week. <laughs> but anyway, she told me, and I rushed to the vitamin store. I put, I you know, I took the Paba, and my body almost just almost felt like it was going into shock. It needed it so badly, <laughs> and um, I just everything opened up to. I mean. It also affects your, if you have a depletion in that area, you, 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 your nervous system affects your nervous system. It affects your hair. I remember I was born with what they call dishwater blonde hair. You know, your hair is prematurely gray, and it was. And, of course, it turned brown later, but, um, but I had always had a depletion probably in that area. So, anyway, I took that, and I never had any more depression. Wow. <laughs> wow. And now, what was funny, what was funny is about, oh, I'd say six months ago, I decided to get off of it for a little bit, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I forgot to take it, actually, and then I started feeling depressed, and I thought, oh, I'm having that dark night of the soul, <laughs> like St. John of the Cross talked about.
1: Sure, and, sure.
4: And I, was, I prayed about it a little bit, and I felt like the Lord said, no, son, you're not that far along yet, spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the tab
1: well it sounds like you have a really good sense of humor too which which oftentimes helps when you get a little bit down right because it, it when you when you have laughter when you have humor it does um you know release those feel good hormones which which is good um but cecil i think what what I just wanted to share um, uh, restate if i can about your situation and for others is that I think it's really important i think Jerry would agree with this that to get um a, a, a an exam from a doctor to make sure that your uh, your not your diet is. Is doing well. It's very balanced. Um, you're not uh, deficient in any supplements or minerals, right? And that's and that's what you know what came through um, in prayer to your mom, which is amazing. That's a gift. Um, and also too, if 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 there is a need for for a, a medication um, to help alleviate some of the symptoms, then then certainly. But be under a, a doctor's supervision and to get that um, exam, that comprehensive exam, to make sure that. You know, it's it's tailored to what's going on in your life with your body. I think that that is very sound advice, very good, solid, practical advice, Cecil. It worked for you. It's the same thing with me. I don't have a thyroid because I had thyroid cancer in 1994, so I don't have a thyroid. So I take thyroid hormone medication every single day, and one of the side effects. Is a potential a chance of going into depression, so I have to really watch what I eat, how I sleep, you know, what what vitamins I take, all sorts of things, and it's very important. And I think that care we take individually and uniquely with ourselves is very important, and God would want that. So I just say thank you, Cecil, for reminding all of us that we need you know, we need to stay up with our bodies and to get those, um, you know, to be to show up, uh, you know, when we have to have those yearly uh, physicals to make sure everything is running smoothly, right?
4: Amen. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you. So and keep that sense of humor. I love it.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Cecil, for the call. Um, Obviously, it's a little bit of a Well, maybe not entirely a different topic, but he had mentioned the dark night of the soul. There's also a dark night of the spirit, St. John of the Cross, and many of the great uh, mystical saints talk about these things. And um, sometimes maybe it is just God allowing us to go through a spiritual darkness. Um, I think everything has to be discerned very carefully. Um, uh, As you were saying, Debbie, beautiful response you gave to Cecil there. And I think uh, these are times when we really need to bring in a good spiritual guide, a spiritual mentor to see if there's something going on, you know, spiritually or whatnot. But God will allow these sometimes, you know, really just to to cause us to want him for himself alone and not for the little uh, consolations that we get from him.
1: That's right. Um, okay, Jerry. One more time. Uh, we're getting. Uh, I just we're getting a lot of messages. The basilica is the Basilica of Saint Paul in Daytona Beach. Is that mm-hmm. where you're located? That's okay. where I am. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the Floridians that listen to Take Two mm-hmm. are probably going to make a little pilgrimage there shortly. <laughs>
0: well, I, I would say anyone wherever you happen to be, you've got to come visit this beautiful church. It was made a minor basilica under the pontificate of Pope Benedict the Sixteenth, and it is really a jewel of Daytona Beach. The the basilica of St. Paul, where I'm spending this uh, this next these coming months, as a a seminarian assignment in the Diocese of Orlando.
1: Nice, nice. And um, forgive me, I've been to Florida many times. My parents almost moved there uh, when I was little, but I don't. So is. Daytona Beach? Does it really have a beach nearby that you can oh, just? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. The two okay.
0: priests here at the parish go running on the beach every morning.
1: Wow. Okay, that's yeah. pretty cool. All right, Teresa is up next in uh, the Bay Area in California on the iHeart Radio app. Hi, Teresa. Welcome.
5: Hi, Debbie. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Teresa. Um, I've been waiting to just kind of share this with you, but just waiting for the perfect topic, I guess, and this was like one of it. I said, I have to call. Um, there was one day I was just, I've been praying for my family for years, just for a better relationship, you know, better communication, and I was just in one of those despair days, you know, where it's like, this is not getting better, this is getting worse kind of day, and just feeling really bad, and I was at a grocery store, and just, you know, pulling out my groceries, you know, taking them to my car. And there was this courtesy clerk. She was just coming in with a bunch of carts, you know, pulling them in. And I just looked at her and smiled. And I said, oh, you must be pretty strong to do that. And she just smiled back. And then I was walking to my car. And as I was opening my car to just get in to leave, she runs up to me and she said, um i sorry, just so emotional at this point. Um, she said, I just, she said, God wants you to know that he loves you. Wow. And he hears your prayers.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And I didn't know what to say. It was like in shock. I was like, how could she have known, you know? And I just thought, oh, God used her for some reason, you know. She's someone I didn't expect to. You know, by looking at her, if you had to judge, I mean, she had, like, pink hair. She had tattoos. Just um, didn't expect that at all. I just hugged her and said, thank you. Mm -hmm. I didn't share with her, like, how did you know I was feeling this, you know? Mm -hmm. Because all I did was smile, and she smiled back, you know, and that was it.
0: Wow, Teresa. You know, and, and it shows. You know, you you never know. You know, by even by looking at a person, you know, kind of where they're where they are in their you know in their minds or in their hearts. But I my thoughts went immediately to Hebrews chapter thirteen verse two. It talks about entertaining angels unaware. It says, "Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware." And in this particular instance, um, you had this interaction with this uh, this young lady at the, at the with the shopping carts. And, you know, guardian angels can manifest themselves in a lot of ways. God can really inspire people to kind of have a sense of what's going on in another person's life. And it sounds like that is really definitely what happened with you in this situation, Demi. Absolutely.
1: And I just want to share something, Teresa. I, as you were talking about this uh, specific um, encounter, um, and, and, you know, was it God reaching reaching out to this person to to tap you and to let you know that he is present and he is with you. I believe so, and I'll tell you why. There was one time, I remember it so vividly, Teresa, I was in church, and um, I was getting this inspiration so strongly, I kept trying to resist it. I kept thinking, okay, I must be tired, something must be going on, I must be hungry, I don't know. And it was it, it, so so clearly... Kept saying to me, um, "You need to tell this person now. Tell this person now. Tell this person now. Tell this person now." And I'm going, "Okay, stop already. What? What do I need to tell this person?" And it was I needed to tell this, per- give this person a message, and I just felt my body just. was was pushing towards this person. And I walked right up to this stranger, tapped this lady on the shoulder, and I gave her this message. I said, I I don't know where this is coming from, ma'am. And I just gave her the message and she just burst into tears. It was a message that she needed to hear. But what I'm trying to convey to you, Teresa, is that whatever was happening to that person, that lady that gave you that message, it was so overwhelmingly um, forceful because the message was trying to get to you. And I just, I believe it. I affirm that, that that was from God, because I have been, I've, been on the, I've been in that situation, and it is powerful. So God wanted you to know right at that moment that he was with you, and he's listening, and, and he wanted you to, to have it as clear as can be, not that it was just in your imagination. So that's why it had to come from another person. Um, any comments on that, Teresa?
5: Just, um, you know, those little miracles, right, that, that happen each day that we just don't, um, we're not aware of. And like you said, you know, I'm sure she had that same feeling, like she had to tell me, you know. And yeah. it wasn't even in like, you know, we had eye-to-eye contact. You know, we just smiled and shared a few words. So I right. definitely felt the God's presence at that moment. I mean, totally felt it and just. Like you said, that woman just cried, and that's exactly what I did mm-hmm. after she left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, think it. Because of the- I felt the presence.
1: Right, right. Well, think about it, Teresa. And for everybody that's listening, think about it. We could be by ourselves praying to God, right? So in our minds, we're going, God, are you there? Are you there? Do you hear me? And we may, we may go, okay, we know he's there. You know, knowledge tells us we understand God. So so he's there. Of course he is. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel complete, right? Because, but when another human being makes that connection with us, gives us a message, a word from God, and it affects. Affirms what we have been longing for. All of a sudden it it clicks and we go, Wow, just like you know, you, you think to yourself, How did you know? How did you know what to say? Well, it was God working through that person. That's how much He loves us, that He taps. Innocent you know people who are outside of our situation to step in in a very awkward moment right because you know she's, she doesn't know how you're going to respond right and and God taps them if they're open he works through them isn't that beautiful Teresa what a gift for you
5: I know exactly and that's how I took it and this happened years ago I'm telling years but I wrote it down and because of that moment I know that He's there, and I can, you know, no
0: matter
5: what I'm going through, He's
0: going to get me through it. Yeah, I was going to say, it builds builds that confidence in our hearts that God truly is there. Yeah, when we we go through future difficult times like that. Well, Teresa, you were right. This was the perfect show, the perfect opportunity for you to call and share this with us today. Thank you so much appreciate that. And you know, Debbie, the thing is it doesn't cost a thing to make a nice comment to somebody, to smile at somebody, to, uh, to, to share what you're prompted to share. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. we get these little promptings like Teresa was talking about with this young lady and that young lady could have said, well, nah, I don't want to embarrass myself. She probably doesn't need to hear this or whatever. We could make a million excuses not to do it. But if we feel that that strongly and we follow through with that, look at the difference it can make, can change mm-hmm. a life.
1: Absolutely. Okay, before we get to Peter, let me just move over to YouTube. We're, we're waving to you guys. Anna Marie um, wrote in a comment, and because remember, we're remembering 9-11 today, 22 years later, when that event shocked our nation and still does today. Okay, so many ways it does. Uh, Anna Marie said, um, as for 9-11, my brother was scheduled on the first plane, but his toddler daughter was misbehaved so much he had to miss his flight. How grateful I am he missed it, but my heart breaks for those who suffered and are in despair because of it. So, you know, Anna Marie, seriously, let's think about this for a second. Thank goodness. Thank goodness that that his his daughter was acting like a typical toddler. Thank goodness. You see, sometimes when we get delayed, I've said this so many times, Jerry. In fact, we've done shows on this. Remember? When we get delayed, when something happens and it changes our plans, don't necessarily resist and don't be upset.
0: Don't get all bent out of shape. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Right. Go with it because there could be a bigger reason. Yes. Wow. Appointment. Yeah.
0: Um, Also watching on Facebook is Jennifer says I used to be in despair right after my divorce for many years, but the one way I got through it was a good friend who is a priest who has helped me through my journey to help me let go of anger and bitterness. Uh, I've been uh, having have been asked by my parish to share with them on the topic of forgiveness and suffering, as it is important and that it can eat at you and cause despair. That's from Jennifer watching on Facebook Mm -hmm. today.
1: Wow. You know what? Giving talks on forgiveness, very powerful. I encourage everyone to really um, work towards that because, again, Adam Bly, religious demonologist, talks about that all the time. You don't want to leave this earth with unforgiveness on your heart. You don't want to leave this earth when your time is, is done. Okay, Peter is up next, Jerry, and Peter is in uh, Michigan on Ave Maria Radio. Hello, Peter. Welcome to Take Two.
6: Well, hello, and I'm glad you took my call. Sure. Uh, I just turned the radio on, and you were talking about despair in a dark time. And I took your number down, and I said, I got a call. And the reason is, I was in a very severe car accident. And I had brain bleeding. My left side was smashed. Hmm. Multiple ribs broken. There was like eight of them in a punctured lung and then smashed caps. They didn't know when I'd walk again. And they didn't think my brain was going to be proper. Hmm. And that was last July. And I was in like three weeks of the shadow of death. And there was a time when it was worse, worse than all the torn flesh and broken bones. It was a very dark time. Mm-hmm. Not only mentally, but physically. It was very dark. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Uh, like you just spoke about forgiveness, I was Mm -hmm. making my... It was my time with God, Mm
5: -hmm.
6: and I actually forgave the fellow that hit us. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if he was right or wrong, but I actually called a friend and said, if you know this guy, just tell me to forgive him that weight was off my off my soul right and uh, but what was also said before I spoke was about what people can do and the little things they can do I was totally doped up drugged up one time tied down and two men actually three because one was a priest. But two men, I can distinctly remember, like a snapshot of them showing up. But many people showed up and served my my children. One was a merciful dog. He held his side because he had broken ribs before, and he couldn't believe that I was even talking with all my busted bones. And he just held his side. The next fellow was the flip side. He was a firefighter and in the military. And, he, and his basic basic thing, he said, well, what I got across was, wake up and die right. You see, God died for each one of us because we loved it so much. And we better take effort to fight for our life. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow, Peter, you went through a lot. You said it was last July. Are you saying just this past July, like a couple months ago, or was it a year and a couple months ago? No, no, a year ago. Okay but you know, it's funny, you know you, as you were talking, I don't mean funny laughable, but I mean just interesting I, mean, I was picturing Jesus you know, it was almost like you were describing the, the suffering that uh, Jesus went through, you know, with uh, the, the Psalms and the you know, prophecies you know, I, you, I can count on my bones, you know, and how horrific the suffering that Jesus was that he went through, and there's so many so many times that, uh, you know, the, um, the physical and the mental are connected they actually impact one another, if you go through a lot of physical suffering, that can definitely lead to mental suffering and darkness and, and things like that. So you sound like you're doing better, Peter. We hope and pray that that is the case. Um, we're just looking at the clock here, and we're going to have to uh, get ready to close the show here in just a couple moments. But thank you for calling and sharing that. With us. Our prayers remain with you. We hope that you are fully on the mend now, and if not, you will continue to be so in the very near future.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for calling in and thank you for trusting us with your story, Peter. I um, wanted to share, Jerry, uh, we have more um, social media coming in, and you can also email us, take2 at EWTN.com. Also go to the prayer wall because we want to pray for others to keep them out of despair, to to give them a, a sense of hope. And through prayer, that can happen, that can strengthen folks. And the and the virtual prayer wall is there at take2show.com. You can also submit your topic for You Choose Week. This is the last chance you're going to have to uh, submit a topic um, that you have on your mind that you want us to cover. Uh, Facebook, Isaiah said, graduating college led to something similar to despair as I was completely lost on what I was going to do with my life. I was unemployed for years and had zero support until I began watching daily mass. Isaiah, that's music to our ears and our hearts. That's amazing. Wouldn't you agree? Mass really does change you from the inside out
0: absolutely Uh, thanks Isaiah for sharing that and all of you who are watching the video streams on Facebook and YouTube we appreciate you being part of the take two family all those who called in today those who wanted to call in but couldn't but uh, we appreciate. It. It's been another really impactful show. I think a great conversation. Great, great calls from you, the Take Two family today. Thank you, as always.
1: We love you guys so very much. Please tune in tomorrow for a brand new show. It's pre-recorded with our dear friend um, and guest Chris Faddis. He um, founded uh, Solidarity HealthShare. He talks about his um, late wife, Angela, and her battle with cancer and a very early death. Um, and it is you talk about hope. This is the story you want to hear. It's it's an amazing story, and that's tomorrow on Take Two. Jerry?
0: All right, I want to thank the show team, Ace McKay, our producer, Jeff Burson on social media, Matt Kubensky, screening calls. And again, for Debbie Georgiani, I am Jerry Usher, thanking you, the affiliates, for carrying the show. And again, thank you, Take Two family. Until we talk again, have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, pray for
2: us.